going on down there. Boy, what a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I caught the end of your panel with uh, the, uh, the other writer guests. Oh yeah, um, David Wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked his reaction when you said, uh, "Yeah, we turned Megatron into an Autobot." <laughs> <laughs> I know, because of course David, and there's no reason why he should know anything about Transformers today. But he, yeah, he's 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 just coming back to um to, to see what's changed in the last thirty years or so. But yeah. Yeah, that's all just kind of kind of flipped around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think that was, that was the one time when he thought, oh my god, yeah, things things have things different things have happened, things have changed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we are here with uh, James Roberts. It's here on Sunday. Uh, we are on the back end of a uh, uh, crazy convention. Yeah. And uh, it seems like you've got a pretty good setup here. You're selling scripts, you've got comic books. You're... I have. I've tried to be more organized this year. So um, at each convention I do, I, I bring along, I produce more scripts um, to um, to offer. And uh, yeah, this year we've got, so what, I've been doing this for a few years now, so we've got quite a selection. Um, I, might, I tend to sort of take a, try and take a poll online or, or, um, or gauge interest online and see which issues people want to see in script form. But uh, yeah, we've got those. And also tried this time around to um, so, uh, yeah, more than meets the eye you won trying to get some new readers entry level um, there's like almost a complete set yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I will say we are recording this interview Unicron number one has come out uh, we're not finished with IDW yet. we're in the final we are so obviously uh, when we're talking about stuff there are going to be some walls we run into yeah. I'm not expecting any spoiler info because I'm reading the books too right <laughs> yeah no, but um, obviously that's the big question we're moving into the, the kind of finale of the current IW universe. Indeed. Uh, all the threads are coming to a close. Um, now that we're going into this end game, uh, the first question I had, which is based a lot on the current state of Megatron, yep. and left in the Functionist universe, is there almost, like, obviously there's a bit of a sense of modeling that, that yeah. is coming to a close, but yeah. is there also maybe a sense of, of maybe relief that it is coming to a definite and, and controlled closure, where someone may not come in you know, five years from now and say, we need another Megatron story, let's just yank him back out. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair point. I um, I can only I can't speak for John, although I suspect he's of the similar similar view. But um, you know what what uh, what doesn't excite me as a reader of comics? Yeah, the, the downside of most comics, or the most um, mainstream comics, is is this sense that um, there's always the appearance of change. There's always the appearance of of, um, of evolution. But ultimately, you know, the, uh, the, the the normal path is is refound or reset. You know, things tend to spring back to how they were more or less and one of the huge attractions of writing in the IDW Transformers universe was there was a there was a real sense of, of genuine forward movement and progression and momentum and um, yes I mean there, there's still some um, um, elements of traditional comic storytelling where people are resurrected and stuff but generally um, there was a, a, a forward propulsion and when something changed it stayed changed um, and when we end, decided to finish the war to, we, we decided for the war to end in 2011, 2012, um, I'm sure everybody involved thought, okay, well, that, that'll be the status quo for a, a year or maybe, maybe two years, and then inevitably the war will start again, and, and in that sense, at least, we'll be back to how we were. Um, and when, I mean, John and I knew that we were, weren't going to be writing these, these comics forever, um, and we imagined before these latest plans, we imagined 
we would stop new writers would come along pick up where we left off and whatever we'd still be within the same universe um, and I guess in that context we thought and then the war will probably start again and whatever so in a very random very, very sort of, um, roundabout way um, to, the, the idea that actually everything is coming to an end there is a full stop not just on our respective series but on the continuity as a whole um, that, that risk is done away with so we know that actually um, this, the IDW universe will have a beginning and a middle and an end and that's exceptionally rare these days um, so it's one of those instances where the need to reboot and refresh and start again I think works in our favour because we would have had a sort of 14 year body of work probably 500 issues or whatever uh, and it will stand stand alone stand on its own two feet um, as a complete entity yeah I mean there is part of that too I, I know and, and so the, the better part of me says you know um, really talented people more talented people would have come along and done amazing things with characters that I helped create and it would have been exciting as a reader to see where it went um, so I'm a bit conflicted and I do hope that um, the likes of Rung and Nautica or Anode and Lug and all those things I hope they've got an afterlife in the new continuity somehow I'm sure the new I'm hoping it will um, and I'm, I have no reason to think that it won't cherry pick the good bits the best bits um, and, then, and then make something new of them and, uh, and I guess like moving into the post uh, yeah. end of the current IDW state and this is kind of a yes or no question I guess it's not saying what you think you'll work on or what you want to work on do you feel you're going to be working once this ends right away or are you going to take some time away from writing in general um, there, there'll, there'll be other projects and other things I do other non-transformers things um, I, I've been very very focused on you know, myopically so on, on Lost Light for a long time now and so um, it's, 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 I'm going to pick up and, and, um, and start working on working with other ideas and, and you know, um, I've, I've, a few people have asked me what's around the corner and um, I've had conversations with, with various comics companies about creator owned stuff so I think that's what's going to happen next something entirely new well um, I don't want to take up too much of your time I, I very much appreciate we're kind of sitting right here at James's uh, booth uh, in between some panels um, my final question for you really is kind of a fun one uh, this is something we talked about some years ago and it comes up a lot so I wanted to get your kind of I guess the closing statement on it a lot of people when they read something a little quirky in your books and I'm, I'm guilty of this too a lot of us tend to be like man how red dwarfian the book <laughs> because it is a spaceship going through yeah, yeah. the cosmos and crazy things happening but I know you said it maybe you can just say it here like Red Dwarf is there but you, you've said many times you have a lot more yeah, um, I guess I guess it's it's easy to be defensive um, because sometimes um, when someone says, "Oh, that's very Red Dwarf," um, if one looks at it too, in too much of a reductionist sense, it, it's the, the it's, oh, you're just saying it's it's a Red Dwarf ripoff. I was absolutely, I mean, I I adored Red Dwarf. I still like it, um, but I, it, it it was uh, it came out in the UK when I was 11, and um, you know the the, it, the first eight series. I was about 11 to um, 20, 21, 
so really um, sort of covered that span of my life and um, and I will argue with anybody about the, the sheer genius of the first few series of Red Dwarf you know that, that fantastic synthesis of character driven storylines real high concept science fiction stuff and I guess aesthetically this idea of, of, a, of a battered run down spaceship with some people that don't really want to share the same space sort of um, making its way slowly into the unknown that, that's definitely um, par- there's definitely parallels here with Lost Light but then I would say you know Red Dwarf doesn't have a monopoly on any of those elements I mean Dark Star was an influence on Red Dwarf you know uh, and I've said before Justice League International has as much of an influence on this um, Moffat Doctor Who had its, at its I'd say at its best but at, at its most sort of um, um, sort of uh, science fiction high concepts you know stuff um, and yeah it's, it's an arrested development and community and all those things you know it's, it's a it's an amalgam of different ideas but um, Red Dwarf's definitely a strong flavour in there I guess speaking for myself it, it was more of the place of oh good lord someone else actually knows what Red Dwarf is <laughs> like, I'm feeling some of that vibe um, yeah, yeah I, I, I will readily defend it too I'll even defend the, the lower grade seasons as time went on they became, became a stumbling point in a greater hole yeah it's, um, it's and there's not, never, not, never been anything else like, like there's been elements of Red Dwarf which, which you can find elsewhere but I think yeah. it, it was uh, it, sort of, it was the first series to bring all those things together really yeah, it stands alone in the Dave series I think really um, brought it back to a certain horizon point yeah it's um, this the core the core cast yeah um, yeah no it's, uh, it's still it's still doing alright actually it's still doing alright yeah. but um, you know seasons what, what, well certainly seasons 2, 3, 4, 5 oh, yes. season 1 is, is underrated but um, yeah I'd, um, I'd I'd fight anybody that said they weren't anything other than genius season 1 confidence and paranoia I think is still one of the, the most um, clever ideas from that era of television yeah I think Red Dwarf was, was what tuned me into like sing, single pitch sci-fi so you know oh, what, what if um, what if your hallucinations were solid or what, what if you contracted a luck virus you know what if you could walk through photographs back in time you know just really a good hooky science fiction idea uh, and then, then basically this is the, the simple formula so a good strong science fiction hook that you can sort of distill into a sentence um, and then insert four, five, six um, slightly larger than life characters that aren't really well equipped mentally or physically to deal with it and then there's your story really well um, thank you again so much for your time and uh, looking forward to seeing how the rest of Lost Life plays out along with the rest of Unicron and the rest of my family. yeah it's um, a very busy few months for everyone yeah yeah and obviously that's, that's not going to be the crux of the questions I have right now because we're, we're very much in the uh, not just wait and see but maybe even just don't look at the previews just let the issues oh god out. I'd say yeah I'd avoid it I uh, it gets more and more difficult especially with some of the issues being bi-weekly and you, you, you're on the risk of having the uh, Unicron number one yeah uh, yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, there's the the end of uh, Lost Lost Light or more than meets the eye, the series. Um, I've said to someone else, it's sort of it's it's Infinity War esque in terms of the number of characters and the uh, the stakes and and the sort of number of moving parts. Um, it's not as um, intimate or reflective as uh, Dying of the Light, um, except when it is in certain certain key elements. So uh, it just it's it's the worst possible jumping on point, uh, but it's it's a huge. I hope it's a huge reward for those people that have been there since the start, or that have caught up and um, and know far more than I do intimately all the characters and and the the, the law. Um, it's really it's, it's my um, present to them, saying thanks. Here, here we go. Let's let's wrap this up.
what the f*** it means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.